0: Good morning, and happy Mother's Day. My name is Luke Heisinger, and I'll be graduating New Providence High School this June. Um, Today we'll be focusing on the second half of verse one, which is, To offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. As Julie earlier stated, this chapter, and specifically these verses, mark a pivotal turning point from learning what Jesus did to actually applying it to our lives. In Romans chapter 6, our sinful nature has caused us to become slaves to sin. Paul writes in verses 12 and 13, Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you may obey its evil desires. Do not offer your body to sin as instruments of wickedness. Our bodies are vessels to whatever we put in the center of our lives, and as a result, we obey its desires and its wants. What I want to do, I do not do, and what I hate to do, I do. As it is, I no lo- it is no longer myself who, do- who does it, but the sin living inside of me. Yet it is uh, always these points of anguish and despair in Paul's letters that he talks about the other side of the coin. In chapter eight, Paul describes how he groans inwardly as we wait for the redemption of Jesus Christ in our bodies. It is through this renewal of God's grace that as we, that as, we as perfect humans, imperfect humans, um, can use our bodies to serve God. So what does a living sacrifice mean? In ancient times, beginning with Cain and Abel, people would slaughter the best of their flock as a sacrifice. Just as a ram would be killed, we too deserve to die for our sins. Romans 5:18 says, Consequently, just as the result of one trespass was condemnation for all men, so also the result of one act of righteousness was justification that brings life for all men. Jesus' death as the Lamb of God served as the ultimate atonement, so we no longer have to die. Jesus took away death in our life, that way, he may have our life. As a living sacrifice, we are either taxpayers to the wages of sin or under the grace of Jesus Christ and his righteousness. By accepting Jesus into our hearts and choosing to follow him, we sacrifice and relinquish our control and become slaves to righteousness, which, according to Romans six seventeen, leads us to the holiness Paul is talking about in this passage. It is the spiritual commitment to God that allows us to act as living sacrifices. It is the transformation from within. So how does this all tie into the end of this verse, which is our sacrifice becoming a spiritual act of worship? Throughout this series, we have learned that worship is not just a general term that covers the basics of singing songs and praising in church. Worship is living for, allowing the Holy Spirit to shine into it, in us. But how are we holy and pleasing to God in such a broken world? I'm sure we are wondering how we can please God working, into nine, working in a 9-to-5 office job. But you see, that is the misconception The truth is, it's not about us at all. We have done nothing and can do nothing to deserve or increase God's grace or love. We are on the receiving end. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. The life I now live in the body by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and first gave his life for me. The life I live in the body, the body that you have given ownership to God. In the same way that you are giving him your time to come and praise him today, When you offer your body as a living sacrifice, you are in fact worshiping God by saying, you are worth it. You are worth my time. I am broken, I am lost, I am sinful, and you are my deliverer, and I love you. When you let the Spirit live inside of you, everything you do will honor him. I have been crucified in Christ. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. You play soccer for God. You sing in a band for God. You sit at a desk for God. And when he looks down on you, he is pleased, as Paul says. He is pleased not because he sees you, but because he sees his own son living through you. We are sons and daughters of Christ. Recently, this passage has meant a lot in my life. At this moment, in the middle of, the way, in the middle of May, I am not sure what's going to happen to me next. Unlike so many of my other friends up here today, um, I don't know where or if I'm going to college next year. Um, but it's not about me. I know God is in control of my life, and I plan to worship Him by letting Him guide my path and determine my future, because He is worth my time and my trust. So, as we part today, I want to leave you with one question. The old is gone, and the new has come. The old days of death sacrifices are gone. Our bodies are now the new sacrifice, with the ultimate distinction and difference in being that we are still alive today. We are living. So, my brothers and sisters in Christ, I ask you this question Who are you living for?